Nicola, welcome. Fox Wars 5, here we are. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you, Katie, my friend? Oh, Crichton? Crichton. Uh, good. Crichton. Oh, Crichton. Hey, Murphy Crichton. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I do respond to Murphy stuff. Um, I'm well, I'm well. I am looking forward to the weekend because it's, it's been a fucking mad two weeks. It it's has, it has. And I have to say mad. thank you for flying over to Ireland for uh, <laughs> our gathering on Sunday. So, Kelly... Um, Threw me a lovely baby shower on Sunday. And sort of, not really. <laughs> yeah, you did, yeah. but um, I only did a bit of it. You did a lot of it yourself, bless you. Cleaning and all that, but um, and prepping and driving and loads of stuff. So yeah, it was fabulous. We had great crack and um, big thanks all my lovely, we had great crack. lovely friends. It was the most drunken baby shower I've ever been at. <laughs> not, not me. The, not, the, not the baby mama, by the way. But just everybody else was hilarious. I was like, is this ever going to end at like midnight? <laughs> yeah, at midnight I didn't get so, ended. So I had a brilliant day. It felt like kind of old times and stuff. It was really nice just for everyone yeah. to kind of relax. And it's funny, I'm the only pregnant person at the moment. So everybody else is not pregnant. So it was nice to just be like, yeah. <laughs> you can have a drink and enjoy yourself. So we had a great yeah. time and oh god, I got amazing gifts and people were so generous and too good, too nice. Yeah. Oh my god. Lovely. So it was fabulous. You show off your lovely new house as well. Yes. And uh, yeah. Ted was like the best puppy ever. He was so well behaved and uh and we got to sit outside for a while yeah, even because the sun, sun was shining. Out. It was fab. Yes, it was yeah, really we had a great fabulous. old day. So Ted, big thanks yeah. to Kelly again for coming. Aww. It was lovely and it was lovely to see you because now next time you see me, I'll have a small human attached to me. Oh God, stop. Outside. I get a bit of anxiety when you say that to me. I'm like, what? You get How is that going to happen? You I know. <laughs> I know this is the thing. I'm like, poor you. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, it'll be amazing, but like it's, it's that sort of... Um, what's the word departure slash change whatever you want to call it like it's going to be big but you it's know, funny because um, I think like wonderful. obviously Mother Nature gets to the stage where it's just like you're so exhausted it's like just get the baby out of me oh, get <laughs> and the I baby think that out. it helps uh. your you know oh no Ted's picked up a squeaky toy so anything could happen here <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to work not for the podcast um, but it gets <laughs> to the stage where it's just like yeah I'm ready whatever happens it's like just yeah get her out maybe <laughs> Mm, so um yeah. yeah but i've heard a few stories lately of first time moms having their babies early so like you know mm. a couple of weeks before due date and stuff so i'm like maybe it could happen anytime ready to rock you might as well be optimistic sure what have you got to lose <laughs> exactly. do you know what i mean yeah. like yeah, yeah exactly um no i remember that i remember that feeling of like you know the minute i hit my due date i was like on the curries and the raspberry <laughs> tea and the, doing the big walks all that stuff trying to trying to um get the baby out. I remember my uh, cousin Dominic saying, have a hot bed, a fag and an orange. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> no baby come, but um, there you go. They'll come when they're ready. That's, That's exactly the thing. It. Well, she's head down. I you... had the doctor yesterday, head down and ready to rock and she's yeah. measuring around six pounds. So she's gone from being like quite a small baby to like an average size baby now. So yeah, we'll see, but I'm already looking at... on the cake at, at the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> the cake is really helping. Honestly. That's what she's I said a baby you, made but. of cake. <laughs> and I was yeah. looking at the baby clothes yesterday it's like fucking hell she's already six pounds like how is she going to fit it and the, the first newborn nappies are only up to ten pounds or something so it's like it's wild sure, obviously yeah. they lose a bit of weight but it's like they won't be in that stuff long like it's mad oh she these last few weeks they put on weight really quickly yeah, so she could be bigger like, like she could be like 
Yeah, pounds. exactly. So she could be like eight or nine pounds. You know Jesus. what I mean? Then you've got a fine, My fine turkey in your hands. poor vagina. That's all I'll say. Oh, your poor, your poor vagina is right. Um, all our poor vaginas, God help us. Um, no, it's exciting. It's good. It's exciting. At least you're off work now and you can kind of and all your sort of big things are out of the way. And I know you've got a bit of work to do in the house and all that jazz. But like you should see listeners. Nicola's nursery is the cutest thing <laughs> I have ever seen. It is. She's just done it up so nicely with just little bits and it's not overdone. Like it's just fabulous and the cot and everything is perfectly ready I was remembering that my my nursery was where all the boxes and bags that we hadn't opened <laughs> since moving were when the baby was born but the thing that's but, the um, thing with moving into a house though it was nice to be able to say like that's the baby's room you know and yeah. we have a spare room still so we're very lucky so yes. but if I just disappear yeah. off the podcast people will know I've had the baby <laughs> So yeah, that'll happen it'll just be like if for some reason exactly the podcast stops coming out I might just I might just hop on and, and record a little hey it's Kelly Nicola's not here <laughs> just to let people know but um, yeah we'll probably take a bit of a break from the podcast to let you get used to being a new mama maternity leave from the podcast it, I'll yeah. be taking applications for <laughs> you should see if yeah, you can get other people in to have a chat with you or whatever for those three weeks. oh mate listen I, like no offence but I have so much to do in the next <laughs> few months I have so much other work to do I've, I'm um, doing some stuff in my own time as well outside of work and I I am ready to have a maternity leave myself <laughs> good, minus the baby good, I have a different baby I have a documentary baby that <laughs> yes. I'm um, nursing so um, cool we better get on with it anyway it's absolutely flipping horrible day here in Scotland what's it like there yeah, heading into well, the bank holiday weekend oh, for the yeah. coronation God but they were us. saying that it's yeah. like Diana looking down on him <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, terrible yeah. weather. It's supposed to be bad weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the weekend's supposed to be um, bad It mm. is. was lashing here yesterday. It was a horrible old day and today is kind of a bit of a mix now so far. We're going to the cinema later. We have a nice family date this evening, so looking forward to it. Marvel. We're, we're going Marvel. to, yeah, the last Avengers. Guardians of the Galaxy. So we'll so, see so how that is. You know? So that's it. Um, yeah, and you've guests coming, so you'll have a fabulous weekend. We do. Hopefully. Yeah. Will you watch it, the coronation? We must talk about it. No. Yeah, it'll be on in the background. You won't be able to avoid it. Like wall to wall coverage I for saw, the next yeah. for all of tomorrow and there's other stuff on, on Sunday and Monday. Um I think it's a fucking giant waste of money mm. when there's people starving in this country and there's a huge cost of living crisis and people and in poverty so and they're gonna spend going on, right? I mean they've speculated it's gonna cost a hundred million. Other people have said billions. Jesus this is gonna cost Christ. billions. Like it's I don't know. I mean I don't know what the real figure is, but like whatever it is, it's too much, yeah. you know. Um it was like that joke on Private Eye yesterday, it was like man sits on chair wearing hat yeah. you know that's exactly what happens over this weekend you know um, but yeah I mean obviously I'm not a royalist or loyalist in any sense of the word so this is not for me but I get that people have value in it and I get especially after the Queen dying you know I saw an awful lot of what it meant to people of the country but I just I just think it's an incredible waste of money and privilege like that shouldn't be something you're born into it's just ridiculous there you go. Um, so I will be watching other things yes. this weekend, not that. Having a challenge. Um, mm. uh, okay, then I will. We better get started. Uh, here's number one. One. So, first up is this week, the National Women's Council welcomed Marie O'Shea's review of the abortion system. <clears throat> um, this is. This was due out a few months ago, I think, but it's been delayed for some time. They say this review must be a catalyst for change so that every woman who needs an abortion can access it in Ireland. Obviously, we won the right to abortion a few years ago, but it's still very patchy. So there's certain parts around the country where you can't get it. You still have to travel a long way to get it. The three day waiting limit, all these stuff that are still 
you know, presenting barriers to people who are in crises or, you know, have decided to terminate the pregnancy. So the report shows that despite the wishes of the vast majority, women are still travelling for abortion. They particularly welcomed recommendations on increasing geographical coverage, making the three day wait optional, decriminalisation and reviewing arbitrary restrictions on care in cases of fetal fatal abnormalities. Um the report finds that disabled women, refugees and those reliant on public transport are disproportionately affected by patchy geographical coverage. And those same women are affected by the mandatory three day wait because obviously they have to make two journeys to the doctor. Um, the report makes recommendations to help rectify these issues. The National Women's Council also welcomed the recognition of the 28 day clause for fetal abnormalities. You can go onto their website actually to read a bit more about it. But hopefully this is a step in the right direction where the government will now bring in some um, changes to what's going on. And I guess, you know, to an extent with the when the abortion legislation came in, there was a still an element of like, oh, softly, softly, you know yeah. what I mean? Like we can't just go full scale and maybe this is just um, a step in the right direction, even though all of this should have been done first day. Uh, but there you go. That is an update on that. Yeah, uh, it'd be, right, it'd be interesting now to see what happens because they, that's been, they've been talking about that now for a few weeks and I don't know if there's been on. any movement on it. But um, yeah, but the three day thing seems to be the biggest thing that I'm hearing a lot about, yeah. the three day wait and stuff, so. We shall see. Yeah, it's ludicrous. Ludicrous. Like anything's going to change in three days. It's I think ludicrous. they had the percentages on and it was something like 2%, I think. But sure, you don't know what's happened to that 2% either. Like numbers like that, I feel like it's completely out of context. They could have had a miscarriage. They could have, yeah. God only knows, like, yeah. you know. Um, very- but yeah, just to say as well that they, um, they also urged the health committee to use the 2022 uh, WHO abortion care guidelines to inform evidence yeah. like legislative reform. They've like said there's the no need for that three day wait. They did say something about it before, yeah. but now they're saying there's no need for it and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. Anywho. Okay, there you go. Uh, right, moving along. Number two, over to you. Two. Uh, I had a strange week this week <laughs> where I, I don't know what I was doing. I couldn't tell you what I'd done this week besides the weekend. Well, I, I know something you watched. We watched a whole series of Catastrophe, Catastrophe yeah, on Monday. That's, so that's what I was going to talk about. <laughs> on the couch. So, um, yeah. So, I for the last few years, I've heard loads about Catastrophe because obviously it's Sharon yeah. Horgan and she's obviously such dry wit and stuff and very Irish wit as well. Funny And And um, had never watched it, but had heard loads of good things about it. So yeah, finally watched it, and I actually binged the entire season. I've binged it all. I watched it all. It's so it's very short. I watched two, one or two episodes last night of the second series. Yeah. How many series there's are there? There's four only, and they're short. Oh. Like there's only f- ah, yeah, short. Ted, sorry, the doctors. Really, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, and we. He's chasing his tail under the table. That's what just happened. So, and he accidentally. Hit I my can't leg. really hear him. So no. hopefully, this will get down. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, so I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but I think I thought it was going to be a lot more lighthearted than it is. Like, it's quite serious, like, you know, and it's quite mm. big topics that it covers and stuff like that. And I thought the first season is quite funny, quite light. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, there's a bit of levity in it because, like, it it's when they're getting together and stuff like that. But as mm-hmm. it goes on, well, the second series now, I've just seen the first <laughs> couple of episodes and there's a hint that she might have a bit of postnatal depression. Um, now, I don't know if that 
they mm. they play on that anymore or whatever. But um, I I could tell that already. Yeah. Like you said, I could tell that it's turning into more of a drama. Yeah, well, like it's still kind of funny, like some of it, and it's still very like they write it together. Rob Delaney writes it as well, mm. like, and I think they do. There write is it there is a tiny well. bit of toilet humor in it, which is a little yeah, bit like yeah, really, yeah, totally. Which like. I, maybe it's just me being a bit prudish, but like you know jokes about putting things up people's bums it's a bit like yeah oh, yeah think, that, that, that's kind of the whole way through but there's some very mm. big topics in it as well and I kind of like I binged it all over like two days because I was doing nothing but you were like this is not what I need no, I wanted the so levity just wanted to like I do think it's kind of yeah. worth a watch in the sense of like it does cover a lot of topics that are very relevant in today's society like alcoholism and you know I suppose postnatal depression and things like that not postnatal depression but you know just postnatal life and becoming yeah. a mother and things like that but um, it's quite dark and even like the last season is quite dark also so just mm. I suppose I'm kind of a bit torn on it like I think I enjoyed it and I enjoyed the writing of it and I do think it's very smart the way it's done maybe binging it wasn't the way yeah, like, maybe. maybe it was <laughs> maybe don't yeah, binge it too much because I found yeah. it and I don't think it's because I'm pregnant or anything like that I just found it like kind of a bit intense mm-hmm. you know to, so. well that episode last night as I say there's a hint that she's got postnatal depression the dog got run oh, over yeah. and her father is clearly slipping into dementia yes. or something so that was all quite yeah. negative you know what I mean yeah. there wasn't that many gags kind of there thing there is a lot of um, kind of sad stuff in it over the, the four yeah. seasons for such a short se- series like. do you know what though I do I, I know this sounds strange right but I often think that women like us or women that I know aren't reflected on television, yes, you know? Yeah. Um, and I feel like she's a good reflection of actual real women, yeah, you know, um, in the vein of like motherland and, you know, like these women who are like not, you know, amazing mother yes. earths, yeah. you know, and like doing everything right and organic and blah, blah, blah. You know, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, the, like oftentimes women are kind of held up to be sort of, you know, the the angel or the Jezebel, you know, and actually most of us live somewhere between those two things. Oh, yeah, you know? and they're both um, like massively flawed, like he's massively flawed yeah. as well. Like, and I mm-hmm. kind of enjoy that side of it, you know, that like they, they are this kind of broken couple, but they're getting through it together kind of thing, you know, and yeah. like with all the things that they go through. So I do think it's definitely worth a watch. It's on Netflix. Sorry, they've added all the seasons yeah. to Netflix. So that's why I, I haven't watched it over the years, but I was able to binge it all. So I definitely do think it's worth a watch. And I think this audience of this podcast would enjoy it. And I know some of my friends have enjoyed it and watched it. But yeah, I don't know. I just kind of maybe don't binge it because I did find a little bit that I was a bit yeah. depressed after. <laughs> but yeah, she's they're enough. very talented she's so talented Sharon Oregon like she's very yeah. funny so I did enjoy like there the are other some thing, good um, laugh out loud moments for sure there is there is there is the the other thing I watched last night finished actually was Dreamland which is on Sky oh, yeah, Lily Allen yeah. is in it it's a very strange series as well I mean that's another example of like women that I don't know if they reflect reality you know Um, but it's it's there's it's got something I just don't know what it is it's very short as well six episodes so they're only about 20-25 minutes each and basically the premise is four sisters it's very women focused four sisters the mom and the grandmother essentially and they're at sort of they're all in their sort of 30s maybe early 40s 
uh, the da- the granddaughters and it's their kind of situations and lives and they're trying to improve their lives and one of them's trying to get pregnant and turns out another one's pregnant and uh, um, but it's funny in that like they have it's set in Margate so there's a lot of like cheesy tacky stuff you yeah, know yeah, yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me um, and the granny's really funny and yeah so if you're looking for something that is very light yeah. you could go with that okay. you know yeah mm-hmm. um, even though, again, they have some serious themes in it or whatever. But yeah, um, yeah easy watch. Not right. much to it. Good. It's all right. It's fine. Good. Okay, there you go. Right, moving along. Number three. Three. So our Fox of the Week this week is a little bit random, but I thought, you know what? We don't actually... We had a sports person last week and it's probably an area that's good to kind of um, talk about a bit because women are still sort of being left behind in sport, if you know what I mean. It's still very much coverage kind of revolves around male sport still. Um, so this is about a South African sailor called Kirsten Neuschaffer. Uh, and she just became the first woman to win the Golden Globe sailing race, which is a grueling, unassisted, non-stop round the world sail that took her 235 days. Wow. The race, which was inspired by one in 1968 that resulted in the first non-stop unassisted boat navigation around the world, was revived in 2018. It requires participants to use celestial navigation rather than depending on modern electronics. It's such a difficult feat that more people have been to... out. More people have been to outer space than have completed the Golden Globe. Wow. Um, New Schaffer and her 36 foot fiberglass ship, the Minaha, the Mina, Minahaha, <laughs> <laughs> the Minahaha was one of only three ships to complete the journey, and she even came to the rescue for one skipper whose ship sank in rough water in the Indian Ocean. She said, I knew before I started that a large aspect of this race is luck and a large aspect is preparation um, the single handed aspect was the one that drew me I really like the aspect of sailing by celestial navigation sailing old school I quite fancy being on a boat in the middle of nowhere for 235 days as well yeah <laughs> I know but the thought of that is so terrifying I'd nearly go to space before I'd go out in the ocean for sure. The ocean is so scary. So, oh my God. <laughs> I know, it totally is. Because anything could change, yeah. isn't it? And uh, she sailed to victory last Thursday, um, crossing the finish line ahead of her closest rival. In sharp contrast to the rough conditions she experienced during her much of her voyage, her um, the last few hours, there was no wind as she inched closer to the harbour at Les Sables Don in France, uh, where she and her 15 competitors departed on the 4th of September. Uh, all but three of those entrants were subsequently forced out of the grueling competition, regarded by many as the most challenging competition the sailing world has to offer. One boat sank in the Indian Ocean with uh, New Sheffer sailing to the skipper's rescue. Several others lost their masts or experienced other problems. She is the first woman to ever win the race. Wow. So there you go. Amazing. Uh, Very Kirsten New Sheffer. Listen, I have a question for you. Would you prefer yeah. to like discover the depths of space or the depths of the uh. ocean? Oh, fuck. They're both terrible suggestions. (laughs) No, you had to do one and you knew you'd survive. What would you do? The ocean. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. I I find space terrifying. I find the ocean terrifying. (laughs) I find the ocean terrifying too, but you've just forced me to do one or the other. (laughs) At least with the ocean, you're on the the planet. planet. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You know? It's an interesting one, though, I think, because it's like. What would you do? You do the water. I do. I do. No, I do the space. 
I just would did. you? Yeah, yeah. I don't get these people that are obsessed with going. But I'm into not space. obsessed. Like, I I'm always probably... wanted to go in space. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm probably really? more obsessed with the sea, but it literally terrifies me that I couldn't do it. Whereas with the, the with space, I'm like less terrified, so I do it. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go into space. No, thank you. No interest. <laughs> this is a bit random, but anyway, there you go. It's not that I'm afraid of like aliens or anything. I'd be afraid that like I. Whatever yeah, I mean, it it would crash, would fall out the sky. That that would be my concern. Like, I mean, imagine going up onto the fucking moon. Like, that is wild. No. Why would you want to do that? <laughs> no, people are mad. And like in the next twenty years, it'll be way more that. Like, it's mad. But there is each to their own. I think they said but, it, like yeah. the percentage of what we've actually like discovered in the oceans, though, is tiny. It's like five yeah, percent or something in terms of what they think is there, which is absolutely fucking terrifying but that's also a bit anxiety yes, when you is. think about the the weight that is on top of you when you go way down yeah. into the ocean as well it's probably, it's probably more dangerous than going into space actually oh, yeah. but I always I love these like we should we should do something where we dig into these statistics because you know like I would be not a nervous flyer but I don't like look forward yes, to flying you yes. know and I do if I'm going on a long flight I do like to have a drink you know in case there's turbulence yeah, or anything yeah. like that but um I love the statistic and I always remember this and this is always at the forefront of my mind when I'm flying that you're more likely to be killed by a falling vending machine than in a plane crash. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not afraid of vending yeah, machines. Mad. It's just mad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's fascinating. So, yeah. No, I love it. There you go. It's, um, yeah, there's a lot to think about in that one. So think about it, people. Let us know. <laughs> but actually on the news here this morning, they were talking about there's going to be a, a, there is a new um, space exploration station uh, somewhere in northern Scotland Orbix so it was some sort of a launch event yesterday or whatever not a rocket launch but an actual launching of the building or whatever Um, and apparently there's eight and a half thousand people employed in Scotland in space exploration isn't that unbelievable that's cool yeah and they reckon it's going to be like 40,000 in the next few years like it's there's there's five five of the seven proposed space exploration centres in the UK are in Scotland. That's mad. So, Interesting. It is mad. Oh. It is mad. Um, okay, moving along over to you. Four. Uh, I've just a bit of a random one this week as I normally do, but it's a Twitter account and I, I don't think I ever covered it before, but it's called just... Um, out of context human race and it's just loads of random oh. shite so it's kind yeah. of hard to describe it but it's just absolutely random stuff so uh, the actual tag is at no context humans um, okay. it's just funny stuff it's like there's a screenshot there of a whatsapp thing and it's like hi doctor what is this please tell me and it's just you know the way that they like write like a line for a word and stuff and it's like hi paracetamol <laughs> you know just things oh, yeah. like that where yeah. it's like how can you actually doctor's handwriting yeah. Disaster. And yeah, also yeah, yeah. they'll um, ask questions, which I quite like. And I like people's replies because I love sometimes Twitter tr- trends are some of the funniest stuff. And also, if yeah. people haven't seen it, there was a very good trend a few weeks ago on the happy pair. So maybe go have a look. Oh, yeah. <laughs> look them up. But anyway, back to this. Um, and basically, it's like it gets they have big following. So they have like three, three million people viewing that. And then just like reading all the responses from people like Watership mm. Down comes up a lot as like movies that were like traumatizing people. Signs, which I loved signs that didn't scare me at all. Final Destination. But some of these are like grown up endings, like the never ending story is a good one we were talking about recently. Mm. Um, so it's just 
random stuff that people comment on and I just quite enjoy it. It's just, yeah, so it's the no context thing. It's just like, here's something that might make you laugh. Is yeah, yeah, or entertaining. It, yeah. And like like I said, I love yeah. reading trades. So like I could read that. There's 5,000 comments on that one about the movies. Like yeah. you could sit there and read it for bloody ages and people will yeah. put in pictures as well of what they're talking about. So you might see yeah. the picture and be like, oh my God, like I haven't thought of that thing in years, you know? <laughs> yes, nostalgia buzz. Yeah, exactly. Um, but loads of random little bits. What else is there? There's just like a cute little video there of a little <laughs> um, kid at a marathon holding a sign. It's like tap here to power up and all the runners are like tapping the sign. It's really cute. I did that with one kid on oh, the, the marathon. so cute. Where I ran up and I went boop, boop like yeah, you do in yeah. Mario, you know. <laughs> yeah. I only did it once because I was like, I'm not going to cross to the side of the road every time I see one. <laughs> it's just loads of different random little things oh. and I just really enjoy it. It's... um. <laughs> cool there's one there so actually it's is- totally stupid it's like uh, the hot, hi the hot water is not working and then the opposite the landlord replied like how can you send me a photo and then they replied with just a picture of the tap running there's no water <laughs> just the tap yeah. running it's not hot water oh that's hilarious <laughs> it's so silly but I, I enjoyed it it's a nice good clean fun so have a look good Enjoy. so at no context humans on uh, yeah. twitter that's it on twitter yeah Awesome. Um, anyone who listens to this that's not on Twitter, Twitter is going to hate that segment. But anyway, know, <laughs> every week. Yeah. But anyway, okay. Uh, number five. Five. So number five this week. We never talked about the Met Gala. We can talk about it a little mm-hmm. bit in a minute. But um, Lizzo was thrilled to be able to play the flute alongside virtuoso performer James Galway at the 2023 <laughs> Met Gala. Did you see this no. Irish man, James Galway? No. I remember dad had a James Galway LP <laughs> or more when we were kids. Like, you know, he was like, the flute was important in the 80s, you know. Um, during the annual fashion event stage at the Metropolitan Museum of Art, or MoMA as it's called, in New York City on Monday night, the Juice hitmaker was joined by the Northern Irish flute player for a performance. Reflecting on the duet in a heartfelt Instagram post on Wednesday, Lizzo gushed over getting the opportunity to sit and study with her musical icon. Wow. She said, when my dad... When my dad passed away, I played Amazing Grace into Carnival of Venice at his funeral. It was my promise to never give up. Now, years later, I had the honour to play beside Sir James Galway and receive lessons from him and even play his alto flute. She wrote alongside a minute long montage of footage showing him rehearsing. I can confidently say I wouldn't be the musician I am today without his influence. Aww. Thank you for everything this week at Sir James Galway. You are truly the king of flutes and I can't wait to play with you again. In addition, Lizzo recalls how she first discovered James's work when she needed a challenge for her fifth grade flute studies when she was 11 and that his The Man with the Golden Flute changed the trajectory of her life. I guess that's an album. Um, I learned most of the songs by ear because the sheet music was too difficult to read at the time but eventually I fell in love with virtuosic flute music and memorised the Carnival of Venice when I was 14. My father heard that and took my flute very seriously. He bought me lessons from university level teachers and my parents eventually got me Sasha flute to keep up the 35 year old added. In response to Lizzo's post, a a representative for James 83, he's 83, noted that he was thrilled to accompany the superstar and will always treasure the moment. He's probably like, who is she? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) I was Nice. It was a nice bit of Ireland there. I must have a look, look it up so you can find a clip of it. Is there clips of it? Like, or was it at the There is, yeah. I've seen quite a few of them on, um, on, on, on media outlets and stuff. So yeah, I'm on Twitter. Um, she's got a cool, 
dress on that looks like all shattered pieces of a mirror. It's really cool. Oh, cool. Um, what did you think of the style anyway? Yeah, I thought it was a bit underwhelming, but like... Um, Very much so. But I guess that's the Carol Lagerfeld theme, Yeah, you know? and he was such a bastard as well. So it was kind of, I think I a know, lot of I people were like, like... Why are they celebrating yeah, him Yeah, so like much, a lot of anyway. people were just like, oh, not that interested. Like a lot of people who yeah. normally would comment on it didn't really comment on it. I liked some of the vintage stuff and I thought that was nice that they were kind of celebrating vintage and not everybody wore something new, you know? Yeah. And that was good. There was a few... Um, Irish designers there like Simone Rashi yes. uh, designed I think a dress for Billie Eilish and Billie two Eilish, more yeah. and then there was mm-hmm. um, another Irish designer who flew a dress over to Cardi B Aer Lingus had it on their flight and stuff no way yeah cool. so what was, that's his name very famous Irish designer do you know who I thought looked cool was um, one of the Kardashians is it Kendall the tall one? Oh yeah, very Carol Lager- she, like, Yeah, she had like a, it was basically just a bodysuit and then yeah, really cool. long cuffs. I thought that was cool. I mean, I wouldn't wear it, but it was really cool. No, it was very cool. Um, and there was nothing like standout, remar- remarkable, like, oh, that was fantastic. Not like Blake Lively. No, you see, Blake Lively was missing, and, yeah. And Richard yeah. Quinn was the designer I was trying to think of there, but... Um, yeah. I really liked Anne Hathaway. I thought she looked amazing. She hasn't gotten much press, yeah. but I thought it was class. It's because it's a very yes, Chanel kind as of, well. It was White almost um, like that. Um, it was almost like the one that Thingy wore with the with the safety yes, pins. Yeah, What's her name? yeah. Um, Hugh Grant's oh, former flame. What is her name? Yeah. Oh my gosh. But I really liked that, and I liked the big hair, and I thought it was kind of cool. Her like, I yeah. just liked it. Um, some of the men as well were dressed nice, of course. Um, Barry Keoghan was there. I didn't wasn't that keen on his suit now I must say uh, was there was two or three of them that looked very similar actually they were all wearing Burberry yeah. black and blue and uh, yeah I just didn't really like it but Jared um, Leto and the cat outfit that was hilarious. Like, hilarious but you know I think like it needs a bit of levity as well like sometimes it's so fucking Doja weird. Cat wore a cat yeah, outfit as well with full cat loads face people were makeup giving like, out about it because she's like had this throat surgery and everything and she was vaping and blah 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 it's oh, always stupid country. Like they'll find a controversy yeah. something that's not even a controversy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Pedro Pascal was my personal favorite in terms of the men. Oh, geez, I thought he looked terrible. <laughs> I was like, that outfit is ridiculous. He could a fucking rubbish bag, and I'd still find oh. him attractive. <laughs> he looked like you know. Do you know the band Kraftwerk? Yeah, they, they, they were very similar. Stuff. I kind of liked it. Um, he had his daddy legs out. <laughs> Oh, I was no, I didn't like it at all. I was like, no, Pedro, put on your jeans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think now who else, but yeah, some of them were like I didn't even see until three or four days later. I saw a picture of, do you know, yeah. that kind of way. It was kind of slow coming out. Uh, right? Julipa yeah. had like some vintage dress on too that was quite cool yeah. from the nineties yeah. and stuff. Oh, she did. She had something nice. Yeah. Like, so I was like, who's that again? Very, yeah. um, um, very like princess in a medieval movie, though, kind of vibe, you know. Mm, um, mm. but I liked all of the the vintage looks that were cool right and a couple yeah, of people yeah. came out in the same outfits which was obviously a bit cringe for them I think Rita Ora how, the, how that happens how does that happen like yeah the designers should know yeah, like the designers should be them. giving the dresses to the people you know it was it's bizarre, bizarre that it, it was Rita Ora yeah. and somebody else they did the same dress on but Barry Cohen and two other people were dressed very similarly as well same design yeah, Burberry yeah. but just worn a bit different yeah a bit embarrassing alright yeah but um because you think like you think they'd coordinate that better I know, you just would like you know, but, it, was, I, it was a bit anyway. underwhelming I you'd miss Blake Lively for the bit of drama I really liked yeah. the bit of drama like so um, yeah it was a bit meh I thought and Kenya <laughs> yeah um, 
Okay, well, cool. That was the Met Gala. And uh, yeah, long weekend here. I'm actually working Monday, so not really. But um, <laughs> what have you guys got planned? Just the cinema and chilling? Yes, yeah, chilling to the nice. max now these days. And uh, we were going to go to Clarny, but we will go next week to see our lovely aunt and uncle who were home. And um, that's it. Must collect the baby stuff. The pram and the car seat is being collected this oh, yeah. weekend. So Another that's ready job. to rock. And um mm-hmm. Yeah, just that's it, really. Take Ted out for a few walks, although I'm a bit slow these days, but <laughs> it's, <laughs> that's uh, all right. it's nice. And you, you, oh, yes, you have your visitors coming today. Yeah, enjoy. I think we might go to the zoo on Sunday oh, as nice. well. Let's see. That'd be nice. The pandas so, are yeah, leaving, the are they? Like... They're taking the pandas away. Yeah, I, oh. don't, I don't think they're gone yet, but they are leaving. Oh. So yeah, we better go and say goodbye to the pandas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've still never been yeah. to the zoo. We must go when we're over with the baby now, Nick. Oh, that's a shame, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure plenty of opportunity now in the next few years. Mm-hmm. That's it exactly we have our friends Nick and Jess and their two little boys are coming for the weekend so we're going to be catching up and nice. hanging out and I think I think Stuart and Nick are going to the football tomorrow so oh. um, me and Jess will be on uh, child duty but then when they come back we'll just get smashed no, <laughs> um, I don't know um, so yeah watch this space so we'll be hopefully back again next week people um, if you know someone that might enjoy the podcast do please share it and uh, take care of each other or take care of yourselves and each other Thanks, everybody. Bye.